0: And welcome back to the podcast. Let's piggyback on the previous episode where everybody should have their own coaching program. This is not about coaching, but it is about moving forward, even in the face of fear. But I I think it'd be a great idea to go back and listen, if you haven't yet, to the previous podcast right before this one, talking about that. Um, Because everybody is a mentor. Everybody has intellectual property. Everybody has a story to share, a lesson to teach that can help somebody. And by the way, you'll get paid to do it. But moving forward in the face of fear that's kind of where I wanted to just go for a few minutes here to kind of go back to the, weave in the previous message as well um I get this question a lot hey do you ever get afraid like or um you know when you speak in front of audiences you're on a big stage yeah yeah sure do absolutely wait I don't understand Sam been doing it forever I, oh I know I know but I'm just like you I mean I'm not I'm not I would never. Pretend to be somebody that I'm not. Do I, do I get to an event, see a large group of people, and start to get nervous? Yes, 100%. Uh, do I wonder why an organization would pay me a large amount of money to come in and speak for 60 minutes? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, I sure do. I don't doubt the value. I mean, I have confidence, and it it starts to get... But Here's the funny thing. The confidence starts to grow larger and larger and larger once I'm in the moment. Prior to that, all those limiting beliefs are going through my mind. Like, really? They flew me here, paid airfare, hotel, meals, large check, to speak for one hour. I mean, I would speak for free. I think everybody would, you know. But when it's your career and you've been working at it this long, like I said on the previous podcast, you gladly accept the money, but you don't do it for that reason. I mean, it would make me like I would not sleep. It would make me feel horrible. I wouldn't sleep for a month. If I spoke at an event and somebody said, Oh, that Crowley guy he just phoned it in. He was all right. He's all right. That would crush me. <laughs> I would never want anybody to walk away from an event. Now, are you there for, you know, are you going to 100% of the people going to be on their feet saying, No, 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 no. But you want to bring your A game. And the way you bring your A game is you understand that this has nothing to do with you. You're the least important person in the room. God has called you to deliver a message, and even, like I said, the podcast before this, God has called you to mentor people, to help, you know, to use your talents. Don't bury them in the backyard. Go out and use these talents and multiply. It's all about the ripple effect. you know, The ripple effect that you're going to have, not just in that room or with that one client that you bring on. It's all the other people that they're going to touch Now that you have helped them with this transformation, helping them get unstuck, you know? So when I think, when I was thinking about recording that previous podcast, I think, you know what? A good episode to come right back with would be walking forward, even in the face of fear. So when I'm speaking at an event, using this example, I am anxious. Like it takes forever for the person who's the MC or person running the event to get me up on that stage. It feels like... It's taking forever. I'm chugging cups of coffee and drinking water. And then, oh, my God, I got to go to the bathroom and I got to stop drinking water. But I can't stop because I'm so nervous because I still have to pinch myself, even long into this game. You know, I still got to pinch myself think, wow, this really did happen. I mean, all those lonely nights, you know, talking into a microphone by myself, sounding absolutely horrible, referring to myself as an international speaker I almost said international motivational speaker, which is what I used to call myself, but I really don't like that term, motivational speaker, because I always think of Chris Farley on Saturday Night Live or all the horrible speakers that we used to hire back in the corporate days, and these, these guys would come in, and they would j- You talk about phoning it in. I mean, it was just... It's like they read a Zig Ziglar book right before they came up and just quoted everything. It was just terrible. So I just never... And they were all quote-unquote motivational speaker well anybody can motivate somebody for a few minutes maybe even up to an hour but are they able to take any of that and apply it in their life to make any kind of meaningful difference that's the difference i think between a, a transformational speaker and a motivational speaker but walking in the face of fear anyway i still do that when i go to speak at events i'm, I'm, I'm still asking like why me I mean, there's, there's, there's tens and thousands of other speakers. Why would they fly me here and pay me, of all people? I didn't even make any sense, you know, until I get up on the stage and I look into the eyes of the audience and say, oh, God put me here. I, I, I can see in there and as I'm starting to speak and as the energy level now is going up and going up and, you know, tell a joke here and people laugh and the light bulb goes off as they're learning something new. And I can see them sinking their teeth in and always engaging the audience, asking them questions. They can figure out real quick that I'm not just some, you know, guy that showed up in their town that day to motivate them. You know, it's way bigger than and I treat it way bigger. Like I get done and I am I am done. Like you, I feel like a, a, a wet towel, you just wring me out into a bucket. You know, I go right back to my room, love hanging out, meet and greet, taking photos and things like that and asking questions. But I'm an introvert. I go right back to my room. I'll watch a football game or, you know, a Netflix movie or something. I get away from the crowd, you know, and that's kind of my time to decompress. And the first thing I do is thank God that's a like literally man on my knees thank you god i cannot believe that you have blessed me with this amount of confidence to be able this ex stuttering fool who couldn't draw an audience of one outside of himself now is able to speak all because you allowed me to walk in the face of fear and look there's been so many more men and women you know ahead of me and you and I look at these individuals that have done like way, like what I'm talking about means nothing. Like, we talk about real fear. You talk about men and women that are real, like heroes out there that walked in the face of fear. That's why I think we all you just kind of like do a reality check. And are we really afraid of something compared to what someone else has really walked in the face of fear of? I mean, do you know anyone that went to an oncologist? You know, anyone who got a diagnosis that wasn't really too great? That's walking in fear. You know what I mean? Going to that doctor's office in that waiting room, things like that. I'm in a green room with like bottled water, and people waiting on you hand and foot. That's not fear. That's that's nothing. You know, the fear is something that I work myself into still with some of that limiting beliefs. Like, man, I just can't believe it. It's like, wow. I'm. Uh, I hope. I hope they like me. You know, I think anybody's lying. First of all, if you don't have, that, I think you're incredibly arrogant. If you would ever go to an event and say they're lucky to have me here, I, th- I think that's the height of arrogance. I don't think anybody's lucky to have me in the same room. Speaking of that, I think I'm lucky. Like I think I hit the lotto to be able to be with them, and I take the focus immediately off me, and I put the focus on them. And I look at God using me as a vessel to get a message to them. I am just the messenger. I have nothing to do with this equation outside of there just words coming out of my mouth that I don't even that I didn't even think of. I believe they're delivered from above. And I think all of this, you know, talking about the previous episode of why I should be a coach and mentor and collect income and things like that, because I think we're all called to do it, you know? There's so much abundance out there. There's so many opportunities out there that a lot of the times we let fear just grip us because of the limiting beliefs that we have of, of how we were brought up or the negative seeds that were sown into our life. I'm telling you, you are created in the image of God Himself. Okay. That enough. That right there is power enough. That's all the power that I need. And it should be all the power that you need. Anything else of that, you're playing with the house's money at that point. I mean, you you've already won. Anything else that comes out of that, man, that's just gravy. You know what I mean? So yes, absolutely, I get afraid. I, 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 I feel, I feel like, I wouldn't call it paralyzing fear. I mean, palpable, certainly palpable. I bet if I check my Apple Watch, my heart rate's probably be at a buck thirty. You know, before I get up on stage, I'm just kind of wandering around the event. But man, it sure beats sitting in a cubicle. (laughs) Sure beats sitting in a cubicle. Staring at the clock, waiting for five o'clock to hit. I mean, I literally got to pinch myself that this is this is where it all went to. So I just want to encourage you that there's real fear out there. And maybe you've walked in it. You know, we've all walked through real real fear. I'm not trying to minimize anybody's fear, but is it fear? Is it real? Like the one I described, that example of getting a bad diagnosis or you know, health scare and things like that. Or is it something that we've just worked ourselves up into a lather? And like Mark Twain said, I've known 50% of worries in my life, most of which never happened, you know. So it's just something that when you do it, you look back and say, what the hell is I afraid of? I don't even make any sense. I loved that. Like, I loved all of that. Of course, I was afraid, but I did it anyway. I think that's a good way to end it today. Of course, I was afraid, but I did it anyway. All right. All right. I hope that helped. I hope it planted a seed in good soil. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Would you smash that five-star review on iTunes? Why? Because it helps amazing people like you find the show. All right, let's go, gang. Have the best day ever. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you